What's going on? You are watching today and listening as well to my live podcast. It's called Sex with Stevie. I'm your host, Steve V. Rodriguez, and I host another show called Tags Podcast. This is the live show, though, where you guys get to call in and weigh in on some of the hot gay sex topics. I have some special guests calling in throughout the night. I've got my co-host, Cody calling in as well. The number to call in is 908-312-1015. I'm putting it into the commentary right now so that you can call in. Um, I've got two of my computers going on. I've got my cocktail going on. I've got some special guests calling in tonight too. So lots to talk about. Lots to talk about tonight. First of all, cheers to you all beautiful people. That's right, I'm drinking, I don't know why I'm obsessed with white wine, but it's just easy for me. But um, so much to talk to you about on this week, on this Thursday night. First off, it's the, who knew that Memorial Day is on Monday I was looking at everything and I started seeing Memorial Day on Monday or I was watching some newscasts and I couldn't believe it that we're already at Memorial Day. It's, it's astounding on so many levels um, that we're already at that level of Memorial Day. Um, there are so many things happening uh, this weekend virtually that I wanted to share with you on some, some notes here. Um, it's a big virtual weekend too. So I wanted to kind of shout out to some things that you can check out beginning tomorrow. There is the Harvey Milk virtual celebration because essentially tomorrow would have been Harvey Milk's 90th birthday, if you can believe it, wow. 90th birthday, but it's also the 40th anniversary of the White Knights riots. And what they were gonna do, they were gonna do a block party in Castro, where I'm from in San Francisco, tomorrow, uh, beginning this weekend or tomorrow actually, not only just to celebrate the iconic Harvey Milk and his 90th birthday, but they were also going to celebrate the anniversary of the White Knight riots. And a little bit of history, I was reading a little bit up on it. Um, the White Knights riots w was essentially when a bunch of people, as many of you know, he was murdered um, in, uh, on just doing his job. And he was murdered by, um, by a, a crazy ass fool. And essentially the anniversary that they wanted to talk about was essentially um, on City Hall because it was, they, all they were going to do was charge this man for voluntary manslaughter. But what so many people that went to this, this uh, riot and this speech that unfortunately got a little out of hand and violent, but essentially they were trying to say, no, it's first degree murder. And that's what they were trying to fight for, uh, the White Knights riots on this. Well, what occurred after they were at City Hall and trying to riot, they actually communed back to Castro Street to an area right near where Harvey Milk used to have a, a, a camera shop. 
and they did sort of like a block party. So even though they, they were trying to celebrate essentially that they did a good thing, that they were, you know, protesting that, you know, the, the murderer should be charged for first degree murder. And even though it went violent, they actually like got together to do something good and celebrate, you know, all of this. And so they communed around Castro Street and people like Sylvester performed at that. So I think it's kind of cool. So what they were planning on doing was a block party tomorrow in San Francisco and it was gonna celebrate dual purposes, Harvey's 90th birthday, as well as this, the White Knights riot. And obviously because of COVID-19, they weren't able, they're not able to do that. And so um, what they are gonna do though is a virtual party that I invite all of you to check out. It's tomorrow from um, tomorrow p.m. And let me get, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash queer, queer Night Life Fund or zoom.queernightlifefund.org. And it's tomorrow night. It's, uh, I believe it's from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to put all this on Tag's podcast, but essentially you can go on there, the two links, Twitch or Zoom. And what I really like about it is they're going to have performances and everything, um, but it's going to benefit the Queer Night Life Fund. And it's essentially a fund that will uh, give all the money that they raise will go to people that work in the bars in the Castro Street area that are currently out of work. And as you can imagine, they're struggling by right now. And so I think it's for all intents and purposes, you can honor a legend in our community, Harvey Milk. You can get some great entertainment, and if you can, you can donate to um, Queer Nightlife Fund in San Francisco, which is my old haunt. I'm gonna check that out tomorrow. But there is a bunch of things that are going on. There is uh, DJ Dawson, who has been on our show. He is uh, continuing on with um, NYA Presents. You can go to at NYA Presents, and at 8 p.m. tomorrow, he's gonna, I think, be interviewed by Native Son now. And again, I'll put all of this on tagspodcast.com. Adonis Lounge, who was on our show recently, they are, this is their week off, so they do every other week, essentially, for the strippers and the show that they produce. This week, they are free, where you can talk to the guys, the guy that runs, one of the guy's brothers that runs Adonis Lounge, and it's a free event that you can ask him any, anything. It's 8 p.m. Pacific time, 11 o'clock, Eastern Time, and that is Friday. Um, Wicked Gay Parties, who was on our show, that were there do sex parties and jack-off parties. Well, this Saturday, they're doing from 2 to 4 Eastern Time. They are doing a, a virtual jack-off party for your good measure. And lastly, the Vakaya Cruise Line, which we love. I've been on there before. It's their last... Um, performance that they're putting together by a guy named Ty uh, Herndon. He's, he's, I saw him actually, he's country, but he's actually, he's really good. If you're not into country, you'll probably like him. He's really sexy. Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time on facebook.com forward slash my I will list all of these on uh, my tagspodcast.com, um, but busy week in the virtual land world 
um, which is kind of exciting. So you can check all of that out. Um, in just a second, I am going to be welcoming some special guests as well as my co-host Cody. And I have, I feel like there's not enough time to talk about everything. But uh, my first guest, I'm hoping he's going to be calling in, uh, was my trainer. And I kind of wanted him to call in. He's actually straight, um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. He's a total New Yorker, has a lot to say, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. So he's going to be calling in in a little bit. Um, so I guess before he calls in, um, my question to you is, and because this is a call-in show and I will read some of your comments, um, my question to you is, what are your must-have essentials during this quarantine? Like, what can you not do without? Well, one of mine is wine. Mm-hmm. That's one of mine. Um, I want to know some of your must-haves. One of mine is, you know, it can get so simple. One of mine is this coaster that I got uh, when I went to uh, the UK. And it's a guy who is wearing, um, you know, it's a skirt and his ass is showing out. I love to put my cocktail, my glass of wine on that. Um, another one of my must-haves right now is these really cool, I, and I'm so bummed that I can't even remember the name of what they're called, but they're a percussion instrument. And at 7 o'clock when people are cheering our frontline people that are really putting themselves out there, and that includes our grocery store people and everybody else, janitors and so on and so forth. These are the things that I live for. So they're a lot of fun and when everyone is pounding their pots and pans, I'm getting into, into these and it's kind of a lot of fun. So. Um, the other thing that I cannot live with right now during quarantine that I won't live without is my vinyl of Donna Summer. And I've got one of her early albums, Once Upon a Time, y'all. And I've got Bad Girls, which we all know has hot stuff and Bad Girls on it. And I'm finding it's a lot of fun to do workouts to, to my Donna Summer vinyl. These are the things that I can't live without. And the last thing that I, during quarantine, that I will not live without um, is my blocks, because I'm doing a lot of yoga right now and handstand training, and it's a lot of fun, but I think my first guest is calling. Let me get to that. Um, yes, you're live now, and we're good. How are you? Welcome to the show, Alejandro Terrazas. How you doing? I am doing okay. Uh, thank you for having me on your show, by the way. Uh, um, second time that I'm in your podcast. Well, this is your second podcast, correct? Um, yes. Well, you. I think you were on Tag's podcast, and this is, yeah, this is the second, uh, the live show that I do now, Sex with Stevie. So, yeah. And I wanted to, yeah. and you have a podcast, too. Um, before we get into your podcast, I came up with some questions for you. So, uh -huh. you, you were my trainer for so long and the best trainer I ever had. You've taught me so much. So you're so used to teaching classes and training people. How have you handled this quarantine? I know you're teaching a lot of classes, so tell us. Uh, yeah, so it's been a huge change, I think, uh, in the fitness industry. Just the way I, uh, the transition, I think, was easier for me because I've been 
training already uh, virtually, but I wasn't teaching classes virtually. So I think that 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 was the major change that I had to go through in terms of like um, how to convert my uh, teaching in terms of like group personal training in terms of like teaching, uh, you know, head classes into a virtual uh, training because a lot of people will go because of that. Like the community was very heavy on just going and being part of like a group class and being part of like a community where everybody's working out to pretty much not having no interaction whatsoever. And you had to look at a screen and really kind of like be able to be engaged with that. And I think that was the biggest challenges that as a trainer I had to encounter. I said, like, how do I motivate people uh, to do the workouts even though I'm not there with them? So it is a little bit different than, than personal training. And personal training, people already expected to train. Obviously, when I trained with you, it wasn't about really motivating you to work out. It was more about coaching you, uh, giving you, like, the right, the proper form, uh giving you like the, the proper tools in order for you to get to your goals, which was to get stronger, to get bigger, whichever goal it is. But when it comes up to classes, it's not about that goal. It's all about motivation. It's all about really being able to perform at a high intensity level. And I think that was the biggest challenge. And I think it took me about four weeks uh, to kind of like – mold the people that were coming in taking my classes to kind of like make them really get motivated to the point that I wasn't, I didn't need to do the workouts with them anymore. I could actually motivate them just like all, all times. But now I think people are used to it that now, I think. It's been, they are, now. yeah. So I guess one of my questions for you is now that we, hopefully people have found a way to keep active and Either you're finding workouts like your, we'll give your listings in a minute, but people are finding different ways, whether it's YouTube or you're going on long walks or running. Um, how, since we're looking at things and it doesn't look like in certain cities in particular, not all cities, but cities like ours, New York, where it doesn't look mm -hmm. like we're going to open up gyms anytime soon, what's your motivation to keep us going and to keep it going like even if we found our workout of choice do you have any tips to keep us keeping it motivated so the platform i would say right so right now like when you lived in the city when the cities you were always used to being able to have uh access to the gyms around you uh specifics and your kind of like options were a little bit different in terms of like what type of classes can you take uh, in terms of also to like, you know, how many Barry's boot camps or, you know, other classes are around you. Now with the virtual training, uh, you can do so much more in terms of experimenting with different platforms of exercises, different type of exercises, different coaching and more. So in a way, it's a time uh, to experiment. Yeah. So I encourage people to actually be able to take different type of uh, modes. When I say modes, as in like, whether it's recovery, whether it's uh, boxing, whether it's uh, other sorts of training, you are able to do that now in a virtual reality, but and also to like in the comfort of your own home uh, at a cheaper, I would say probably a more affordable because obviously they're not going to be able to charge you as much money now 
compared to like you going live. But also too, you're able to take classes. Let's say if you have if you follow an instructor that is in LA, and you want to do their workouts, now you have the option of doing that virtually without you traveling from New York to LA. Okay, right? but so what's... a lot of people are discovering that. What would be your advice for people that were, like a lot of our audience is used to picking up heavy weights and maybe we don't have those heavy weights in our apartments anymore, um, but you, you don't want to lose what gains and size you have. Oh, Do you have any like you're talking tip? about gains. Yeah. Well, maybe not okay, gains, but so. at least maintaining what you have. Yeah, so it is a, it's really, all right, so this, this is something that I had a conversation with another instructor also as well. Uh, and it's a very, I wouldn't say delicate subject, but it, it is something that as, for example, me and you are going through because we're losing gains or you feel like you're going to lose size or all your strengths that you have achieved uh, are not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to be able to return it. So my tip with that would be create under tension training. So what I mean with under tension training is, Let's put it this way. If you have 25 pounds with you, you already know that you're able to lift that amount of weight. You know that you can lift heavy, and you know you can lift, you know, 25 pounds might not be, you know, the weight that you're used to. Creating tension means by slowing things down. Okay. Slowing your intensity. So go more for, they, they, there's three forms of, of uh, movements, right? Concentric, eccentric, and isometric. Which, which means concentric, you're going down into the flexion mode very slow, three counts, and then you are isometrically holding that weight for a certain amount of seconds. And then you have eccentric where you're pushing the weight away. So those are the three forms that you're doing when you're doing, let's say, a push-up, for example. Okay, so uh, you're saying you could use things like body weight or if a lot of people have rubber bands, you can, yes. with the lack of heavy barbells and dumbbells you can actually do slower movements to get some of the same results that you would get with heavy weights i wouldn't say the same results but you would not lose strength okay uh, so you would not lose your size but you can uh, uh time under tension workouts can be body weight can be with resistant bands it could be with dumbbells that you have it can have with equipment that you have uh, you can do it basically with anything, but all you need is a little bit more time. So in other words, if, if you can give me 100 squats, wouldn't it be better to give me 20, but let's say those 20 squats you give me in like, let's say a three-minute count, going down very, very slow, pausing down, allowing those muscles to really burn out, and then going all the way back up nice and slow. Uh, those are the type of modes that we're having compared to a hit class, right? In a hit class, you're going to create more endurance, but you are going to lose some strength, unfortunately. I've been doing um, a lot of hit training myself. Um, one of the things I wanted to get your perspective on, there's a story about China of a gym opening up, and they showed how this gym is opening up, and they have plexiglass in between each station, in between each uh, uh pre-core or uh, treadmill, and they said things like you have to kind of sign in, essentially sign your life away. There's no hanging out um, for the gays. Unfortunately, there's no steam rooms, which, you know, we right. 
wink, wink. Um, how, I, just, I would just love a really quick viewpoint from you on how you see in the near future, if at all, gyms can open up. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. I think in terms of New York City, especially because we are being the most effective city right now, uh, it's going to take a while. Uh, I do constant meetings with different other owners of gym. I would say probably, if you're talking about like New York Sports Club, Equinox, the big corporate gym, I'm sure they're going to find a way to make it as safe as possible. Um, but again, I think a lot of people are going to be a little bit uh, afraid of that. I, I feel like virtual training is going to go on until maybe there is a cure or like a vaccine out there. Um, I, I, I'm not a huge believer of on the same, because you got to understand like in, 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 in fitness, you're sweating, you're grabbing weights, you know, and there's always going to be someone that doesn't, doesn't, you know, doesn't clean their weights and, and that that's going to cause problems. Uh, so it is a very fine line, and according to a lot of gym owners, uh, it might take probably a couple more months. We might not be seeing a lot of traffic in gyms until like September or so. Got so, it. Well, I have two more questions for you, plus I'm going to plug your your things here. Uh, one of them is because so many, myself included, I'm always looking. I already know through you, thank you so much, that working out increases my testosterone. What are some of the exercises that we can do, even though we might not be hooking up or anything, um, but that can keep our testosterone high as men? Any, what are some of those exercises? I would say uh, leg exercises, lower body exercises. It does uh, scientifically, uh, there is a scientific research out there that a lower body exercises will increase testosterone. Uh, to a certain degree. Uh, I would say just lifting, guys. I think if you want to increase your testosterone, uh, in, in terms of lifting, you are going to, anytime you're lifting, anytime you're doing push-ups, anytime you're being active, uh, your testosterone is going to spike up a little bit. Uh, where you want to really uh, develop your testosterone levels is through nutrition. I think that's the most important way. Uh, asparagus, uh, if you're not, uh, you know, have a lot of greens, vitamin B12. If you're going to have some testosterone foods, it's going to be a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say steak, I would say more like uh, oysters, if you're able to find it. Uh, that is very important for your testosterone. And in terms of weight, like if you want to keep your testosterone, definitely my answer is don't stop lifting or don't stop working out. Okay, I love that. Um, Lastly, before we promote all your things and how we can find you during this quarantine, um, what films or documentaries would you recommend in the fitness realm? It doesn't have to be that we should be watching to kind of keep our motivation going. I'm hoping you're going to say something that you made me watch, but... I just want to know what your recommendation is. Oh, like like pumping iron. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you Say really want to go, if you pumping up. If you really want to go old school, yeah, obviously you want to go see uh, pumping iron. You but, made okay, uh, Alex. Let's just keep it real. Yeah. One of my assignments just to train with you was to like you almost didn't even let me train with you until I watched pumping iron, and there was a couple. There was like two others that I had to like. 
it was like a course that I had <laughs> my homework. What was it? Was it uh, Rocky also? I think it was Rocky. It may have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I if you want to keep motivated, motivated, uh, I'm a huge motivational kind of like speaker as well, and and and, and you want to get pumped up. Uh, there's one that is called Warrior, and I think I let you I let you borrow that movie, Tom Hardy. And Ed Edgerton, I think it's a, it's a fighting movie. It's a very good movie. I think it's going to inspire you. It's about two brothers, something that you want to watch that. Uh, in terms of documentary, if you want to be informed a little bit more in the fitness world, I would say probably, yes, Pumping Iron is one of them. Uh, I would say probably the uh, or any, any type of uh, documentaries that have to do with CrossFit. Now, a lot oh. of people might not like CrossFit, are but there are there is, documentaries on CrossFit? Yes. So there's one that is called uh, I would say uh, fittest. Uh, it's called uh, fittest in Dubai. It's, so it's fittest, just like that F I T T E S T, and that different documentaries about how extraordinary CrossFit is. And I am not a huge CrossFit fan. Like I'm a bodybuilder myself, but. Uh, the amount of stress that people go through in order to, like, if you want to be inspired of, like, you want to see, like, what people go through in terms of, like, just the CrossFit world and, like, the extreme uh, sessions of, like, fitness, you definitely want to watch that to be informed a little bit. Uh, you can also watch a documentary of one of the best uh, lifters i ever seen, and his name is Fro Froning, Froning, Froning with a W. He's one of the fittest men in the in, in history of CrossFit as well. He's, I think, one of the most knowledgeable person that I, I even had a conversation with him. And he is amazing. He has a documentary that was released 2016. And it's you can find it on Netflix for sure. Alex, send me uh, that and I will put it on tagspodcast.com as I always do with all my show notes. Um, real quick, be, um, we're running out of time here. Um, people can follow you on Instagram for sure at unleashfit. I'm going to put that in yeah. the show notes. Um, anything else that we want to plug right now? Your podcast before I let you go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys can definitely listen to my podcast that is all motivational and I interview a lot of coaches. It's called A Lion's Pride. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, or you can find me also too, I think, uh, yeah, in iTunes, Spotify, and uh all the other ones that you can listen to. Uh, Lion's on. Pride. A and Lion's Pride. I'm yeah. going to list all these links, including that documentary you listed and how to follow you if you want to take Alex's classes. He's my favorite person to keep me fit, and I, I love yes. him so much. You don't do cardio with me. So my classes are, I'm on ClassPass. You can find me on ClassPass under Unleash Fit. Uh, they're dumbbell exercise strength and conditioning classes. You can take them with me. Uh, very little to cardio. It's all about strength. Okay, sounds good. I got to let you go, um, but we okay. will we'll talk soon. Thank you so much, Alex. You are very welcome. Thank you very much for having me. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Did right. I call my next caller here? H hello. Hello. Is this the bait coach? Yes, it is. Hey, Steve. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Um, you are live right now. Um, we're just calling you the coach or the bait coach. You've been on my show. Yeah, you can call me coach. That's good. 
Okay, okay, good. Um, for people that are watching, because we're live right now, um, you were on episode 102 of Tag's podcast. So for people that want to reference that, we really go into depth on uh, your inspiration and what you do. You essentially work, um, do a lot of classes though for the meetup.com daddy retreat. And again, I'm listing all these things on tagspodcast.com. Uh, you essentially, as you talked about in episode 102, are uh, you go by the bait coach, but you're you guide us in groups and and now, of course, virtually in um, masturbation, and and I love it. Um, I guess my first question to you is, how have you transferred what you do into this new virtual world? So. Well, let me just start by saying that I've been um, masturbating online for years uh, with guys. So it's funny because during this pandemic, a lot of people are using Zoom now and they're like shocked. Like my, my real life friends are shocked to, to hear, oh, my God, people were using this for sex. They were using it to <laughs> masturbate with each other. And I was like, oh, I've, kn I've known that for a long time. I, you know, so so that is not a new thing. I just want everyone to know that people have been masturbating on camera well at least gay guys that i know of uh, have been doing it for years and um you know i've been doing the online stuff a couple weeks now and it really isn't too different as i mean there's no touching obviously but like all the same basics are still uh coming into play like i say in my it goes for my in real life workshops and parties and my online stuff it's 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 best to connect with one another. You know, a lot of people are very come and go at these like sex parties, these jack off parties. Um, and it's similar online. Like you see some certain zoom rooms where guys are masturbating online, but there's like no connection. There's like silence and it's sort of dead and um, people like will sperm and then like leave. Uh, but like when I uh, started hosting these online events, um, I like to get everyone involved. So sometimes I'll send a music link uh, on like YouTube and they'll all click on it and I tell them it's, you know, optional. So we're all connected through like this, uh, listening to this, you know, music link online while we're masturbating together and we're like talking to each other. We're like using toys and I love egging each other on. I want to stop you right there because one of the things that I pulled and again, everybody can listen to the bait coach on episode 102. We go way more in depth that we have than we have more time to tonight. But one of the things that you said, I was re-listening to that episode and you said there's three ingredients to a good sexual experience and that could be a sexual experience with another person or just masturbating and the three things you mentioned were breath movement and sound and i love that you just talked right now about sound and you said you can play uh, sound right to kind of help motivate. yeah yeah, like I, I try to find music that's a little like uh, that doesn't have lyrics, really, that's sort of calming, like I'll, I'll have like a spa music link and then everyone can listen to it if they want. And then we're all sort of like connected through the same music we're listening to. So there are totally other ways to connect than like meeting up with someone and, you know, jerking off. Although I have been hearing that guys have been trying to get together through like social distance baits. 
Um, and of course, that's like your prerogative. And if you feel like it's safe to, to meet with someone six feet apart. Um, so it's very interesting how people are navigating their, um, you know, either masturbation buddies uh, or I'm not sure how much how many people are having sex right now. But masturbation is something that's Real, you know, exactly. Um, exactly. We were talking about it recently and everybody has their relative risk that they have to determine for themselves that the leading doctor, Dr. Fauci, that everyone knows right now, talked about. And um, I think that one of the things that I was curious about with you is since so many people are probably over masturbating or thinking that they are because they're not connecting with people, particularly people that are single or even people that are in relationships, what advice could you give people to kind of, with your knowledge and what you teach, to kind of mix it up a little bit? I, I would say, um, you know, try something new. Like, if you see, because there are quite a few online sexual events happening, um, and if that's something you haven't done before and you're feeling, like, skeptical about it, just try it, you know, because it could open up a new world. And, you know, speaking from experience, there's so much less risk by going to an online sex party as opposed to like an in-person sex party or like trying to find someone to, to have come over to your house. Like there's just so much more risk involved these days that um, we have to be creative during this time. So I guess my number one uh, piece of advice is to start getting creative. You know, you can try to get a hold of all your sex, you know, your fuck buddies and then say, hey, I'm throwing like an online sex party. I'm just inviting my close buddies and like host a Zoom, you know, or um, yeah, or go to my website. I, I, I freaking love that. <laughs> I love that um, recommendation. Call up. <laughs> Maybe don't call the ones that you've, so they don't know, but maybe like mix it up and so that they don't think, hey, so did you fuck Steve and you fuck Steve? And you know what I mean? Maybe mix it up. But I love this advice. Well, this is a really good time to talk about your event that's happening this Saturday. We talked real briefly about meetup.com forward slash daddy retreat. You're doing mm -hmm. an event this Saturday from 2 to 4 Eastern Daylight Time. It's a virtual event called Baiting to Buttholes. And <laughs> I love it. And I might join myself um, because it sounds really cool. And the I know there's a little fee, but it's not very expensive at all. And I think it's really cool. Um, what can people expect in that? And, and will people be taking their time? And Because I've done a couple of the virtual events and it can be a little daunting at first, but once you get into it, I think you get into it. Yeah, it can be a little intimidating for sure. But uh, like in my real life parties, I try to welcome everybody into my online events. Like it's body inclusive, it's age inclusive, 21 plus. Um, so I don't shun anyone out. And also if like we're if we're struggling financially as well so if there's a, if you can't pay for the fee just you know message me and we can work something out because i know people are struggling so they're basically donations but what you can expect is a wild time because i'm i like i'm a very verbal coach so for example if i see someone like you know spread open with their whole you know exposed to the room sometimes i'll ask them if it's okay to pin you you know if 
this is a Zoom terminology. Um, so I would pin you to make you full screen, and that would make everyone in the room have you on full screen, this one person. And this person may get off on exposing, so like... So everybody all, gets like, to be every their own porn star for a moment, if they're willing to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, they're well, willing to. This so, changes everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's really fun because people are like, I like a verbal room. I've been to really non-verbal rooms, but I like it when everyone's talking or speaking. And, you know, some guys really enjoy poppers, so they'll bring their poppers. Um, so it's just really fun. I like to make it interactive. I like there to be connection, like I said earlier, in the room. Even if it is virtual, we can still connect through visuals. We can connect through sound. We connect through action. So there's quite a bit you can do. Um, in one of my online events, and I hope you can join me because it's super fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one of the things you had recommended, again, you were my guest, and we really went in depth on episode 102 of TAG's podcast, um, but one of the things you mentioned that I just joined last night because I re-listened to the show, and I was reminded it's called baitworld.com. And yeah, Bait World I, is awesome. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I had no idea of this world of that's very freeing and, and you can put whatever pictures you want and you can go live with people and I'm sure it's doing really well during this time frame, right? Oh yeah, I'm sure Bait World's doing very well. And you know, another thing that I want to mention, the great thing about these online events and with Bait World is that it's like international now. So now... I, in my online events, I have guys from like London uh, tuning in. I have guys in India who want to join. So like the whole world is sort of coming together in these online parties. And that's something that I've never experienced before. I love it. Okay, so we definitely have to, how can people follow you and, or email you? I'm going to list again all of the links, including this Saturday's event for you. Um, but tell the people how they can follow you. Yeah, you can email me. It's thebaitcoach uh, at gmail.com or you can go to meetup.com slash daddy retreat. Um, yeah, and I'll answer your questions and tell you, you know, what certain events are about. And uh, yeah, don't be afraid to say hi. And this event um, you're doing this Saturday from 2 to 4, um, baiting to buttholes. And, uh, Correct. Yeah, and I love that you're kind of master of ceremonies of all of it, and, and you'll reach out to certain <laughs> people. <laughs> I mean, I like that. Yeah, I, I might join in. Yeah, if I see someone like really getting off on exposing themselves, I'll just egg it on. Like, I'll just enhance what they're already doing. That's sort of how I roll in those rooms. I, I've always been a fan of you because you really further our sexual empowerment and it's so important and, and but you're so respectful and inclusive on so many levels. Um, again, you can listen to The Bait Coach on episode 102. I'm going to list all the ways you can find him. Um, thank you so much for calling in to my live show. And um, Thank you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for your event, and um, I, might, I think I might try your virtual event this Saturday. Yeah, please, join. Sounds good. All right, thank you so much. All right, good night. All right, talk to you soon. One thing that I did want to tell you is that next Tuesday, tune in to TAG's podcast because I am interviewing a gay psychiatrist that I found, and he's a leading psychiatrist, 
And uh, it, I wanted to talk about our mental health as well as our LGBTQ mental health during this quarantine. And I've, um, I'm pre-recording it beginning tomorrow, but I think it's gonna be a really good, insightful show for all of us, just no matter where you're at, if you're doing fine, or um, I just think checking in with somebody during this period is key as we kind of have a little bit more understanding and idea of how our summer's gonna go. Um, one of the things I'm gonna talk to Cody about is our summer that what's our summer looking like? And you know, summer's such a big deal for so many people, for all of us, I think. So um, let me, oh, I forgot that I did this whole thing. So let me, um, sorry y'all, I'm trying some new things here. So <laughs> hang on here. Is hey. Cody? This is Cody. I tried to call you. It said you, the line was busy. I was Hi, like, oh, Cody. Okay. <laughs> Hi, babe. How are you? I'm trying some new things. You know, each week I try and implement new things to the show. Um, and uh -huh. my, my producer, my sister, um, we talk hey, about them all the time. And I'm always trying to do new things. And, and anyways, we don't need to bore you with all that. So um, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing much better than last week, that's for sure. Okay, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting because I was just telling everybody that on for Monday's TAGS podcast show, I'm interviewing a gay psychiatrist that is going to be, mm -hmm. um, I think it's like a good time to kind of check in with somebody like that, um, no yeah. matter where you're at with all of this. And... One of the things I became really aware as Memorial Day weekend, which I had no idea is this weekend, but it is. Right. And for so many of us, Memorial Day weekend is the kickoff to summer. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of us always either we have all these plans made. And for me personally, this week, I got the final cancellations of two things. Like a lot of the things I was planning had already gotten canceled. But I had a friend's 50th in Europe on this like really amazing boat. And he finally sent out an email and saying, yeah, it's not going to happen now. And then I had Janet Jackson and they finally sent a note that that's not happening. And it all became real that, oh, this your summer's about to happen. And it's looking different than maybe the way you had planned. Did you have yeah. plans this summer that you had to cancel and look at differently? Yeah, we were supposed to go to um, Hawaii, actually, um, in August. Okay. So, yeah. So, that, yeah. That, that has been postponed. Um, and, of course, the, you know, the regular New York summer thing, um, pride, of course, um, just, just being out and about in, in, that, in that summery way that you, where you live in New York, just out in the street just having a great time. So a lot of that is, is on the back burner now, unfortunately. And then we always have to check in with you with your boy, because as people, if you haven't tuned in before, Cody was seeing a guy pre-quarantine and obviously that got disrupted, but he's been, he shared his experiences and it's, it's been fun like hearing how it's been going. How is it going currently with the boy? Um, 
it's we're still talking. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's been gradually losing Steve. We'll we'll see. We had a really great like uh, FaceTime date where we we got on um, to a house party. And we talked about this last time, and that was amazing. It was we stayed on and played games for almost two hours, and that was fantastic. But I feel like we've had a hard time connecting. But that could just be the quarantine, and that could be me over-examining things, because that is something that I'm apt to do. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm just trying to play it by ear, not read too much into it, because, like you were saying, it was uh, a fledgling-type dating situation when we first started. You know, in some ways, I think you're kind of in a good boat because as the summer approaches, things are going to start to loosen up a little bit, at least socially distance. So there may be a way where you could kind of meet up with him in a park or somewhere socially distance and see. I do kind of feel for those people, on the other hand, that have been in a relationship or those that haven't spent as much time as they're spending with their partners as they are now, that I've heard of a lot of people, the breakups and people getting on each other's nerves and they might be fine, Mm -hmm. but they don't really want to have sex with them anymore. In some ways, I think you you, you met somebody and I like, um, after reflecting a little bit on it, it's kind of cool that you, at least you're still in contact and there's a glimmer of what could be and we all want that hope. Yeah, to see if the spark is there. And I agree with you 100%. I think that the divorce rate is going to be astronomical <laughs> when we come out of quarantine. <laughs> yeah. And once things, once things loosen up, uh, pun intended, um, we'll see <laughs> if the spark is still there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, my God. Um, Well, okay, good. Thank you for sharing with me on that. I wanted to get your perspective on a few different things. It is Memorial Day weekend, and would you normally have had plans this weekend, or would you have done something? Is it like a big deal to you, or not so much? Um, Definitely, I would would be at a, a barbecue or a party. I definitely would have plans, but... Gotta, you know, make the best of it. Um, maybe I'll just cook out here. I haven't even really thought about it because, like, like you were saying, it kind of snuck up on me. I didn't even realize that it was Memorial Day, and all of a sudden it's here now. And so, I mean, I'm just gonna make the most of it. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Um, well. One of the things that I wanted to uh, check in, we definitely have to talk about before we go, and there's even more stuff that I wanted to talk I'm just trying to find all my notes, but Drag Race last week was sort of like the final, mm-hmm. we always talk, talk about that, and last week was sort of like the final week, correct, where it was the final four. And yep. um, how did you feel about that? Um, I always feel like this week is kind of like a placeholder week. Uh, I feel like not too much out of the ordinary happened. I honestly, I, I'm trying to even recall who. I know. Jackie. Jackie. Jackie Cox, that's right. That's yeah, right. who I liked. But, we, but... but like, 
honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I kind of first saw Jackie Cox getting kicked off. So um, not making it to the top four, I mean. Um, so, yeah, it's the top four that I envisioned that I thought was going to happen. And, like, I'm not surprised at all. But I wonder how they're going to go into um, the finale with um, Sherry Pie being disqualified. That's what I am curious about. It's very, I know, because as many of you know, they put up a disclaimer at the beginning of the show that Sherry Pye is disqualified because she was involved in some shady ass legal, legal cat, catfishing, catfishing scandal. Catfishing scandal. Yeah. And uh, they've done a good job up until now editing out her, but keeping her in a little bit. And it sucks because I don't think she's necessarily the winner but she's got some great stuff and you know that she would probably be in the final final but some with some bad choices that she made yeah. he made um yeah in the real world um I, they've done a good job to not ruin the whole reality show and kind of keep it at bay but it's complicated but i think that in normal times they would have done an actual live show that they would have recorded correct and now yeah. they're gonna have to do some virtual thing or something right well the reunion is going to be them at their home so i'm I, I don't even know i'm not going to make any conjecture i wouldn't even know what i would do in, in yeah. this kind of situation <laughs> are they going to lip sync in their houses like how is this going to go down i just I can't wait to see, honestly. I know that I, I have a lot of faith in World of Wonder. So yes. um, to keep it entertaining, that's what I have uh, faith in them in. To keep things entertaining. So and I hope they don't disappoint. And I know like you, like myself, I wanted to talk to you briefly because uh, we both love, have loved for so long going to bars and frequenting bars. Mm -hmm. And we just, we enjoyed that whole lifestyle. And in places like Texas right now, they're opening up bars this weekend, but a lot of bar owners have opted out of actually opening because they feel that it's not safe yet, even though the governor of Texas has said that it's okay. Um, there was a actual Dallas uh, uh, bathhouse that was actually posted on their Facebook that they were gonna open, but they said oh. they since removed it because they they and they were saying well we're going to open up and you can go you could rent private rooms but you're not allowed to if you're in communal areas or the showers were going to be closed if you were in some sort of communal areas you had to have a mask on and i thought to myself well this is ridiculous because if yeah. all you can do in a bathhouse is not be in the normal areas that you'd want to and the hot tub and the steam room are closed and all that's left is the rooms, then you might as well just hook up with somebody on one of the apps because it's no different from that, have, right? Yeah. I'm like, that's the whole bathhouse experience right there. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, cruising around the, bath, the bathhouse and like, that's the... Okay. Uh oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was RuPaul. Hey, <laughs> yeah, something to say. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, cruising around the bathhouse—that's that's the entire experience. Like actually 
picking and getting to check out people. And that's, it's a huge part of going to the bathhouse. So I don't see how that's really going to work out well. But I mean, to each their own, if they're willing and ready and able to do that and to take that risk, then I don't know, more power to them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, before I let you go, um, are you performing? You're not performing this weekend, are you? Not this weekend. I'm actually putting something together for my own Instagram and going to go live on my own Instagram pretty soon. Singing so, on your own um, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Do you have anything, a date or anything you want to announce? Not anything just yet, but I will let you, you'll be one of the first people to know for sure. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yep. I love it. Um, Thank you, Boop. Silas, just um, as I'm looking at comments right now, Silas says, hi, Cody. Hi, um, Silas. Greg Hoffner says, uh, we, oh, we so love this podcast. I don't have my glasses on, so it's hard to read, but <laughs> um, good. Um, anyways, I want to wish you a happy Memorial Day weekend, Cody, and I hope I can see you soon. If, even if it's socially know, distanced, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. Right? We can do something in a park, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stuff opens back up. So. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. All right, Cody. Well, thank you so much for calling in, as always, my partner in crime here. All right, Boo. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you and see you again. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, everybody. Excuse me for that sound. Um, anyways, um, again, you this show gets repackaged and comes in uh, the feed, Talk About Gay Sex podcast or Tags podcast. One quick note, um, I am a guest. I want to make this note real quick. I am a, a guest on a podcast this Tuesday that drops that I'm really excited to be um, it's called Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather. You can find it on all podcast platforms, Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. I'm going to list it all. The episode that he interviewed me in is a really in-depth interview, and I really, he, great discussion. I loved it so much. Um, drops on, I think, Wednesday, but Tuesday night, you can tune in to kind of do a preview of the show. I'm going to list it all on tagspodcast.com. But this coming Tuesday from 9 to 11 Pacific Standard Time, there's going to be a live streaming on Facebook. It's Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet 2020. I'm going to list all of those on tagspodcast.com um, beginning tomorrow, earlier morning. And tune into that because I really love this interview. Um, I want to thank you for joining me as always, and my guests, Alex Terrazas, the bait coach, and of course, my co host, Cody. Thank you all. Um, continue to be safe and healthy, and have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. <laughs>